0: Hey guys, so welcome into episode 10 of Be Right Back, and I want to share some quick tips with you that you can implement straight away and start living a healthier life today. And I also want to share with you why weight loss has been so important to me. Now, you know, I'm not a weight loss coach, I'm not a nutritionist, a PT or anything like that. I'm just sharing from my personal experience with you because some of the things that that have worked for me may just work for you too. Um, I know that I shared my weight loss journey with you in week six, but I just thought it would be useful to give you some practical tips that you can take away today and that you can hopefully implement into your life. And I want to just say that it's not coming from a place of hierarchy because I've lost the weight. That is absolutely not how I want this to come across because my journey hasn't been perfect. And I still have ups and downs, too. But overall, the things that I've done have really helped me to get to where I am to keep me on track most of the time. Uh, And again, to reiterate that this isn't about the number on the scales or being really tiny. Like, for me, this is about the way I feel about myself and how I and when I feel my happiest, my most confident, uh, my most content and my healthiest. So whatever size that means for you, that is when you feel the best then that's what it's about just do what makes you feel good and get yourself to that point so I want to start by sharing with you why losing weight has been so important to me and the main and really the main thing is, is that it just makes me feel good like not in an unhealthy way not like in a like with an obsession or anything like that but because I know how much better I feel when I'm lighter and I'm fueling my body with better choices and movement and I struggled for so many years like I spent a lot of years in pain with brain fog no energy lethargic not sleeping because of poor digestion not fueling my body with the right foods and basically just putting my life on hold I lived on a diet of beige food like I should you not like way too high in saturated fats and I think the the key to listening is basically listening to your body and really taking notice of how you feel after you've eaten certain foods and when I say I literally lived on cheese bread chips crisps on some chicken maybe I'm literally I'm not lying like I actually don't know how my body survived for so long I would obviously eat other things too but those are the things that I consumed a lot of and they were my go-tos and anything else that I enjoyed honestly was really high in fat and normally mega processed so some of the things I've learned living on a high fat diet like some of the things that I've learned is that living on a high fat diet is not good for your liver like I did a ton of research after I got diagnosed with gallstones and a fatty liver at 38 and this is where the problem started for me I believe eating way too much fat for way too many years regardless of whether it's good fat or bad fat like when you start looking into this it's really interesting and it's a real eye-opener um and it and just because someone is tiny doesn't mean that they necessarily like have optimum health like honestly it's really interesting go and do your own research but my belief is that you can't be or you know i said ser- my my belief is is that you can't be overweight for a long period of time and be healthy on the inside like because i certainly wasn't and those and being overweight and consuming that much high fat and and living that lifestyle those things on the inside then started to manifest on the outside and my belief also is is that with lifestyle diseases that a lot of them not all of them but a lot of them come down to what we're consuming on a daily basis and if I'm putting a shit ton of toxins in my body like I have to expect for it not to function at its best and to start to manifest in other, other areas of my body and again I've done a lot of research and this is What I've found along the way, and this is what I have experienced when I've experimented with myself and seen my own body react in certain ways to certain foods and certain lifestyles. And honestly, I know my body would thrive if I was a vegetarian and cut out wheat, dairy, sugar, and alcohol out of my diet, because the times when I am fueling my body with that and I've cut out those things that that I just feel my best, like the inflammation in my body goes down, I have more energy, I sleep better, like everything about that that particular um, lifestyle is what makes me feel my best. But this is a long process for me, because I'm just focused on getting a little better each day, because I'm such a fussy eater. And honestly, guys, I still really struggle with veggies and fruits it's not just a change that I can make overnight and that's why I do so much juicing and that's why I do so many smoothies and soups because it's how I get my consumption in of the good stuff and I also still enjoy foods that don't necessarily make me feel my best um you know we all do it don't we um but I just try and eat less of those and accept that you know I know how I'm going to feel after I've eaten those if you know if I do want to indulge in something like that so There are things that I don't do now that I did do. And those are what I call my bad habits, like eating lumps of cheese out of the fridge every time I'm passing. And, you know, having like literally cheese was my nemesis, my honestly, my biggest issue. Um, But I don't ever remember saying to myself, right, I'm going to take this, this, this and this out of my diet. I just didn't do that. It just became a natural process by adding other things in. They naturally became a bit of a ditch and switch. Um, And because I'd added something else in, it meant that I didn't need as much of the bad stuff, if that makes sense. So it it just became that natural progression. Because I was adding in more water, I was adding in more smoothies, I was adding in um, better choices... It meant that I didn't want and I didn't need and I didn't crave as much of the other stuff. So that naturally got eliminated more and more. So if I was starting my weight loss journey from scratch today, this is what I would would do. And so much of this is focused around reprogramming our mindsets from the things that we're brought up with or traditionally programmed to believe. And I think that's where a lot of problems come with the diet mentality is it just focuses on an eating plan. It doesn't help us with our mindset a lot of the time. So anyway, I'm going going to go off track if I stop talking about that. But number one is ditch the overwhelm. Now, we all know what it feels like to be stood looking at the number on the scales completely overwhelmed and knowing that, oh my goodness, we absolutely have to do something about this number on the scales, but we just don't know where to start we feel completely overwhelmed. So when I say change your mindset, for me, this is something that I did in more than one way. But the first thing was, okay, I'm not going to get overwhelmed by that big number and that big goal and that huge number that I need to lose. I am just going to focus on losing one pound at a time. And by focusing on that one pound at a time, what naturally happens is that naturally compounds into a bigger number. But also you take the pressure off yourself and it's much easier to believe in yourself and believe that you can lose one pound because it feels doable. Like you absolutely know that if you really you really think about it or not even really think about it, but if you make a few changes that you know that you can lose one pound. Whereas if you look at losing £100, you're like, oh, my God, I don't know how I'm going to do that. It just feels impossible. Like I don't know where to start. I'm going to have to live on cabbage soup for six months before I can get to that point. Like, it just, like, the thought process just escalates. But if you can just think about losing that £1, it feels doable. And also what happens is when we take that pressure off of needing to lose £100, for example, We enjoy the process a lot more, it doesn't feel as scary, we're going with the flow a little bit more, and it just feels much, much easier. So that's the first one. Number two, the second way to change your mindset is to be thinking that you have to go without and be really restricted. So instead of thinking of taking things away and taking things out of your diet and thinking that you can't have anything for six months while you... Um, stay on this plan, think about what you can add into your diet and what you can add into your lifestyle. So when you're making breakfast, think to yourself, okay, if I make that smoothie and I have that, then I'm going to have a bacon and egg sandwich. And that way what happens is you're naturally adding in more fruits and veggies. So you're fueling your body with better choice, better foods. And you're still eating a little bit of what you fancy, but naturally you're probably going to eat less of that. So you're going to, it's naturally basically going to lead to more balance in your diet. The same thing when it comes to lunch. Okay, this is what I fancy for lunch. How can I add more protein into that? Or how can I add an extra portion of fruit to it? And can I make a slightly lower fat choice when it comes to the chocolate bar? Maybe I could have an eat natural bar or something like that. So adding in more protein is going to naturally keep you fuller for longer. And it's, it's going to have a knock-on effect with your weight loss. So number three is ditch the diet mentality. Like, I cannot stress this enough. Okay, when you go on a diet, there is an end to it. When I Googled the word diet in the run up to this podcast, I just put in, I think, um, the, what does the word diet mean? And this is what it says, okay? It says, a special course of food to which a person restricts themselves either to lose weight or for medical reasons. Now, you do not need to go on a diet. We do not want to spend our whole lives on a diet. We just need to focus on having a better lifestyle. Changing your lifestyle long ter- is a long-term solution. A diet is not. A, lo- a long-term solution in terms of your lifestyle is going to help you keep the weight off, whereas a diet is not. lifestyle might not look perfect you may fall off track sometimes but honestly once you have got those habits ingrained in you the majority of them you will stick to because for some because they become part of your life and your daily routine and they are habits that are going to make you feel better and if there are times when you fall off track trust me it's not going to be long before you get back to them because you feel so rubbish without them and you begin to miss them so That's number three, ditch the diet mentality. Number four, don't wait until you are your goal size or your goal weight to go shopping or to make yourself feel good. Like I stopped bothering my self-care completely because I was so overweight. I felt so miserable. I just felt like, what is the point? But it's amazing the confidence that losing that first two pounds can give us and how much better we can feel in clothes and how much... Better we hold ourselves and how we want to make the effort. So go out and get something nice for yourself. Buy something that makes you feel good, makes you happy, makes you feel confident. You don't have to be a size 10 to look good. You can look and feel good and confident at any size. You don't you you can just it doesn't have to be that much, doesn't have to cost a lot. It can be simple something really simple, like maybe it's getting your hair done, getting your nails done, doing a fake tan at home. Just do something along the way, like little small things to make yourself feel good, and it's going to make your journey so much more enjoyable. Number five, up your water intake. I cannot tell you how much of a difference this can make to weight loss. This is something really easy to do when you're starting out too. Find yourself something that you enjoy drinking out of, and you keep with you all the time. I know that sounds really silly, but I can't I I can't drink a glass of water like I just I don't know what it is but if I've got it in one of my big mason jars or if I've got it in my love island water bottle like I find it really really easy to consume that so find something that you find easy to drink out of I drink no less than two liters a day and it can really help things like hunger digestion energy levels again these are this one habit is going to have a massive knock-on effect into so many other habits and so many other choices that you're not even going to realise you're doing just by upping your water. Also, there's some good um, calculators online. You can work out your calculator, um, your intake, your personal allowance that you should be drinking each day. So go ahead and do one of those as well. It's really good to give you a really good insight. And last but not least, number six, probably one of the most important Uh, is good quality sleep. Now, this is something I honestly still battle with. I get good sleep and I have no trouble with that. But I say I battle with because naturally I'm a night owl. And because as a mum, I really love my evenings when the house is quiet. So I try and cram in all that quiet time. But I also know how much sleep affects every area of my life. So I like to basically go to bed late and wake up late. But this isn't practical when you have school runs to do. So the days that I do stay up late and then I have to get out for the school run, I'm empty from the moment I wake up. Again, just start taking real notice of when you feel your best. Like when are you trying to lose weight? And um, I'm sorry, when you're trying to lose weight and if you're really serious about it, if you can crack your sleep patterns and get good quality sleep every night and you're waking up fresh, this is going to have a huge knock-on effect on everything else and really enhance your results. You're going to have more energy, so you're going to wake up early, giving you more time in the day, more energy to move. You're going to make better food choices. Again, the list is endless and it will seriously impact your results when you crack the code for that. And what I want you to think about is, Sometimes we can change one core habit that can really have a knock-on effect on something else. So if you're thinking, I don't have the energy, I don't have the inclination to exercise, I'm so tired when I wake up in the mornings, I'm making rubbish food choice, like really sit down and see if you can connect the dots and see if there's one thing that you can change that is going to impact so many decisions and group them together so I know that by getting good quality sleep getting an early night being in bed asleep by 10 o'clock being up between six and seven I know that is going to give me the most productive day the best start for the day I'm going to have more energy to exercise I'm going to have more clarity to make better decisions I'm going to be more productive during the day like it just has a knock-on effect with everything so if you're struggling with something note down all the things that you're struggling with and see if there's one core change that you can make that is going to impact so many other things and then you also that means you don't have to focus on lots of different things it means you can focus on just changing one thing so again that reduces the overwhelm so that's a few practical tips for you if you want to get a free copy of my 21 day challenge and you can grab that i'll pop that in the show notes for you But some people, you know, if you struggled with plans before and doing so much all at once and then falling off track and find it quite overwhelming, then you can access my membership where I basically give you the exact steps that I have taken to lose weight and keep it off. And I break that down into one monthly challenge every single month. There's recipes in there, there's coaching, there's um, a workbook for you every month. And honestly, it will walk you through steps of getting results at your own pace and a pace that's doable so I'll put that in the show notes as well but as always if you've enjoyed this podcast then please please leave me a review share the podcast because it's going to help other people find it and I will catch you next week on week 11